0: at the outset, it's essential to really create a process to reintroduce yourself to a market that has known you for years in another role. So think about that. This is not just about announcing a new service or a shift in practice, but it's really about reshaping perceptions and building a new identity in the minds of your audience. I'm Sylvie Garibaldi, founder and CEO of a well-established marketing training and done-for-you services company, tailored specifically for the modern legal and financial professional worldwide. While it's taken some trial and error to figure out which methods get the best results for professionals who are looking to grow their practices, fast forward to today, my team and I have nailed down and perfected a process that has helped so many of our clients consistently achieve outstanding results and create a legacy for their practices. I created the Serve First, Sell Later Marketing Podcast to give you simple, actionable, non-salesy and results-driven marketing to grow your legal or financial practice like so many of our clients have. If you're a lawyer, mediator, financial or divorce professional who is looking to become highly visible and wants to create a practice that makes an impact, then you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode number six of the Serve First and Sell Later Marketing Podcast. So you've put in the hours, you've earned the certifications, and you're ready to pivot your practice or launch that new service. So maybe you're a lawyer who's looking to transition your practice to mediation, or maybe you're a financial planner who's adding divorce financial planning to your roster of services. Whatever this transition or new service offering might look like, the real challenge becomes how do you let the world know what you're all about? How do you become known for this new chapter in your profession? And how do you make it profitable? So I want to share this all with you as we've helped so many professionals just like you successfully navigate this phase in their practices. And I want to tell you, it's not about throwing dollars at the problem. It's about crafting a marketing roadmap that's as thoughtful as it is strategic. So in today's episode, we're going to outline that roadmap. I'm going to show you how to navigate the twists and turns of rebranding without breaking the bank. So at the outset, it's essential to really create a process to reintroduce yourself to a market that has known you for years in another role. So think about that. This is not just about announcing a new service or a shift in practice, but it's really about reshaping perceptions and building a new identity in the minds of your audience. So I hope this is resonating with you. This is what we need to do to tackle this. So in essence, you really need to rebrand yourself, which is really changing the narrative around what you're known for. So very simply put, it's what people say about you and your practice when you're not in the room. And that's the narrative that we need to change when you are transitioning your practice. So it's about how to align your brand with your new services and the value that they provide. So I want you to grab your notepads, open up a new note on your phone, because we're gonna dive into this step-by-step process that we use with our clients to make this transition not just successful, but profitable. So I'll be sharing the same strategies that key players in the market use to ensure that their transitions are both smooth and lucrative. So I'm gonna be discussing how to create a campaign to reintroduce yourself to a market that has known you for years in another role I'm also going to talk about how to redefine your vision, your messaging, and I'm also going to dive into the importance of involving the right people, strategizing and developing this transition plan, and really identifying the key factors to ensure a smooth transition and so, so much more. So whether you're a seasoned professional, maybe you're a lawyer stepping into the world of mediation, or you're a financial planner adding divorce financial planning to your repertoire. Or maybe you are um, making some other kind of transition as a professional. This is a guide to help you make a splash without a fancy process or overcomplicating it. So let's, let's get started. The very first place that I want to touch on is that you, you need to get clear on who you best serve with your new services, so otherwise known as your ideal target market. And so you will really need to develop your unique value proposition. So what makes you different? What can you bring to the table that others can't? And this is really crucial in differentiating yourself from others in the field. So I want to share a couple of examples. Let's take the example of a family law attorney who's making the shift to mediation. So maybe your value proposition is going to be around peaceful resolution. So unlike the adversarial nature of litigation, your practice now focuses on really facilitating amicable solutions, preserving relationships, and fostering a collaborative environment that is conducive for dispute resolution. So let's take the example of a financial planner who might be offering divorce financial planning as a new service extension. So their new unique value proposition could be about providing divorcing clients with the right financial information and strategies that leads to financial security and peace of mind after divorce. So the messaging of this new transition needs to be carefully handled so that you know what your key messages will be about this new service that you're offering. It's really thinking about what you want to become known for and changing um, that value proposition. And, you know, of course, with that comes a lot of key messaging that has to be changed. So I've just given you a couple of examples No matter where you're going with this transition, or maybe you're adding a new service, you should be able to get the message uh, across about what you're becoming known for and what the market can expect to see from you. So those were just a couple of examples, but of course your situation could be a little bit different. So the second thing we're gonna need to do is really address your online branding. And so what needs to happen here is you need to curate new content marketing that really reflects this transition. So we all know that content is king in the online space. If you haven't learned that yet, hopefully you will by the end of this episode. So it's super, super important. You'll want to create a robust content strategy, including high quality blog posts, Social media, engaging video content, and downloadable resources. So, what I want you to know about downloadable resources is every time you create a downloadable resource, people are exchanging their email address for your resource. And that becomes important for you to be able to do follow up with these individuals. So, this is why we stress having some kind of downloadable resources as well. And so, by conducting a keyword research, they can optimize their content for search engines, and so making it more discoverable for, for individuals seeking these new services. So that's why when you create new content, you're creating new keyword searches, and so that will also help everything from an online perspective. So if you want to learn how to create this content strategy, then I recommend you listen to episodes one and four of this podcast, where I actually share how to go about this in so much detail. And I'll I'll share the links to these episodes in the show notes. So it's not just about having a website, but creating valuable, searchable content. So what role does social media play in this? And so it's going to be a very powerful tool in your transition. I'm not going to downplay that because it's going to be super important to amplify your voice by updating your social media. So you'll use platforms like maybe Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, where you'll provide a space to share engaging content that's related to your transition. It's about sharing stories. It's about sharing content that now allows people to understand what you're all about. What is the service that you're offering? So it's really about building a community, engaging with the audience, and ultimately establishing that strong online presence. So another important element in this online space will be your online authority. Okay, so building that online authority is critical for any professional, but especially when you're in the legal and financial space and when you're actually trying to rebrand yourself to this new transition. So how do you start to build this thought leadership in this new space? Well, you can start by contributing to publications, articles, blogs, et cetera, You can host webinars, maybe be a guest on a podcast, maybe start your own podcast as well to establish authority. So what we know for sure is that webinars, podcasts, guest podcasting, they all offer a terrific way to showcase your expertise. So super important to consider that. And don't forget about collaborating with influencers and industry experts for a wider reach. And so what this really boils down to is co-branding opportunities that involve exploring and leveraging joint initiatives that not only enhance credibility, but the goal here is to expand your reach. All right, so let me break down these steps for you so that it's hopefully more clear to you about what you need to do when you're going about this co-branding journey. And so I guess the first step is to keep an eye out for relevant events. This could be conferences, workshops, seminars that are centered around your new service. And then reach out to influencers to connect with them to find out whether there's a possibility of co-hosting these events, maybe virtually or in person. Go back to your database of contacts. Who can you reach out to that is already a warm contact of yours? So by participating in these events, you not only position yourself as an expert in the field, but you're also gaining access to a pool of potential clients who are actively seeking your new services. So once you've identified the events, it's time to reach out to the influencers in this space. And these could be, as I mentioned before, thought leaders, professionals with a significant following, maybe colleagues with whom you share common goals, maybe they have the same ideal target market as you. So the objective here really is to just Explore the possibility of collaboration. And so reach out through personalized messages, highlighting the potential benefits of co-hosting, and then emphasize how some kind of joint initiative can bring diverse perspectives, but benefits and advantages to them as well, right? There's gotta be something in it for the person that you're collaborating with. And it's super important to make sure that you position it from that angle. Okay, so this is a nice segue into number 3 and that is what involves identifying potential clients within your network and so what this means is we want to be able to create a searchable list that categorizes them into potential clients and or potential referral partners so you want to make a list of potential clients and potential referral partners For your new services. And you can look at people like past colleagues, referral partners, existing or past clients, influential friends, thought leaders in the space that you know. Go through your LinkedIn contacts. Yes, go through your professional memberships. These are just all examples of places where you can create a list of champions. So those that you want to communicate with about your transition and ask for their support. So one of the key activities here is getting in contact with these connections, informing them of this new service, what it is and how you're best equipped to provide these services, and essentially ask for any support or help that they can provide you in spreading the word. And so this outreach can be done through email, phone calls, social media, networking events. And please don't forget about getting out there through networking to introduce the new you and your new services. So I want to at this time extend a special invitation to any of you that are identifying with what I'm speaking about. You're ready to transition. Maybe you're adding a new service. If this is you and you're eager to accelerate your professional transition and see some profitable results, I'm here to help. So set up a time to chat with me. I'll put the link in the show notes and we'll figure out the best plan forward for you. All right, moving on to number four. Number four, so get yourself listed in the appropriate professional directories. And so by doing this, it allows you to build credibility and help prospects to validate your credentials and expertise and and become a member and get listed there. So what this does is it actually builds online visibility of your transition and it's great at connecting you with audiences who are actively looking for your services. So some of these professional directories, they actually rank high in the search engine results. So it helps to have your name appear in these relevant searches. And these directories can also help you serve as hubs for networking within the professional community. And so when you're connecting with these other professionals, you are actually gain the ability to collaborate and develop some referral partnerships. All right, number five, I would be remiss if I did not mention LinkedIn, which is an important platform to utilize when making this transition to help spread the word about where you're transitioning to or what are some of the new services that you're offering. And I I just want to be very frank, this is a really powerful tool, and in some ways, a golden ticket. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to grow your LinkedIn connections by connecting with your ideal clients and referral partners that are related to this new service, to your new transition. So take your time, do your searches by leveraging all the search options that LinkedIn makes available to you. Be sure to craft a personalized message in your outreach that really can spark meaningful connections. So LinkedIn is a powerhouse for connecting with referral partners, and it can truly open doors that you've never imagined. And so we have seen that many of our clients set up meetings every single week using the LinkedIn strategies that we teach, particularly with referral partners. So it's a great, great place to spend some time to get some traction with referral partners. And of course, your end clients as well. So take advantage of some of LinkedIn's features that really help you to build your thought leadership and allows you to share it to your ideal uh, target market and helping you build those deeper relationships with prospects and referral partners so that you can start to become known for this new service for this transition. So some highly recommended LinkedIn features that I really suggest you give some more thought to is using the LinkedIn newsletter feature It's really a important tool that LinkedIn allows you to use to help you reach more people and to remind people that you are there. So one of the benefits of the LinkedIn feature that I absolutely love is when someone signs up for your newsletter, they actually get an email from LinkedIn telling them that you've published a new version of your newsletter. And so what happens is not only do they see it in their notifications on LinkedIn, but they also receive an email directly from LinkedIn saying, hey, Sylvia's published a new newsletter. Check it out here. So it's it's a super great way to really establish your thought leadership and really remind people of what you do. So. Of course, there's the LinkedIn Live feature. There's the audio event feature, which is you know gaining a lot of traction. So check that out as well. So these are some of the, the key features that I recommend that you engage in on LinkedIn. All right, so moving on to number six is the marketing and positioning is a process that can take about six to 12 months. So there are some important questions for you to answer. Number one, Will you be transitioning to the new service slowly? Will you be keeping the existing service, but muting it by proactively marketing the new service? So for example, does this mean you're going to continue to take on litigation cases, but your marketing efforts will shift towards highlighting your mediation services? This is probably a good way to go. And it's a strategic move that allows you to maintain your current client base while starting to attract that new segment of the market. So I just used the, the example of a family law attorney who wants to transition to mediation, but this can apply to anything. So think about where you are right now in your professional practice and where you want to go to. So that's the kind of thing I need you to think about. All right. Ask yourself those questions. So as you transition, you'll also need to consider the impact on your brand. Will you need a new or revised website? Well, if you're shifting your focus by adding a new service, your website should reflect this change. What about your logo? Well, I don't really recommend that you change your logo in the beginning of this transition as you're just starting the transition and you may decide that you don't want to go full in yet. So I wouldn't really worry too much about that in the beginning or in the initial stages. And then there's the question of your firm's name. You don't need a new firm name when you're adding a new service and maintaining your original ones. That's usually what I, you know, recommend. But if you're fully transitioning from financial planning to divorce financial planning, or you're fully transitioning from family law to mediation, then it can make sense to change your firm's name or to add that service in the title of the name somehow. But just be mindful that changing your firm's name can be complex and may require more resources so it's really important to plan that carefully so please remember that your journey to rebranding and transitioning your professional identity it's not just about changing services it's about reshaping perceptions and crafting this new narrative so you want to define your unique value proposition you want to use the power of online branding and you want to leverage co-branding opportunities to amplify your reach, and those are going to be key. But equally important, and where you will be spending more of your time and effort in the long run, will really be in building a community through social media, establishing your new online authority, and connecting with influencers. You're also going to need to identify potential clients within your network, make sure you're getting listed in those directories, and make the most of LinkedIn to open doors to unimaginable opportunities. So this is really a process. It's a journey that could take between six to 12 months. So consider the pace of your transition. Please stay resilient and adaptable. That's going to be super important. So I want to extend a special invitation to those of you who are in this position right now, you're ready to transition, and you're eager to accelerate your professional transition and see profitable results. I'm here to help, so please feel free to chat with me. I'll put a link in the show notes and we'll figure out the best plan forward for you. And I also want to stress that success lies not just in the destination, but in the journey itself. You have the power to redefine yourself and make a significant impact in your field. So I encourage you to take some bold steps and let's transform this transition into something not just successful, but truly extraordinary. You've got this. So thank you so much for tuning in with me. If you found this episode valuable, I encourage you to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback really helps us improve and reach more listeners just like you. And then until next time, always remember, there's no better time to start than today.